Hey, I'm Elise, and this is the Courage Project Podcast, a place where I share open conversations about the ways I am choosing to live more consciously, become the best version of myself, and show up in alignment with who I truly am, and tangible tips for how you can do the same. May this be a sanctuary for you to meet more of yourself and to embrace the fullness of life. Hello, loves! So, you won't believe this, but I have recorded this episode now three times (laughs) in three different countries. The first time I recorded it, I was in Greece, sitting in my apartment in Athens. The second time, I was in a hotel room in Washington, D.C., in the States. And now I am at home in Canada, back here after a year of travels. And the reason why I've recorded it three times is because the audio did not work on the first two recordings. So here we go, round three. I actually have a proper microphone now, finally, for the first time in a year. (laughs) And this one should be just fine. So yeah, it's been a little while since I've been on here. But I think I've been struggling a little bit with imposter syndrome and a bit of a fear around showing up. So that fear has been keeping me away. And I realized that the only way to beat that imposter syndrome is to do the damn thing anyways. So here I am. I have my Beam Greens drink in hand. I'm sipping on the citrus matcha flavor. Matcha citrus. (laughs) Why is that so hard for me to say? (laughs) Anyways, it is so good. If you know, you know, I am a matcha girly through and through. And this just tastes like the perfect little hint of matcha and sweetness and mm, good stuff. Makes me feel so good. And I'm ready to have another conversation with you guys for the first time in a long time. See, I have this newly sparked fire lit under my booty and I'm ready to be consistent here as I now transition home to a little bit more of a stable external world which is something that I really struggled with while I was traveling this whole year was having such instability in my external world and having to focus so much of my time and energy on those more basic survival needs such as what am I eating for lunch today where am I going to be staying tomorrow what country should I be in next month, you know? And (laughs) like, I get it, great problems to have. But it was really hard for me to go such a long period of time living that way and not being able to really access my creative side and those other more like higher realms of energy that I would want to be dipping into a little bit more consistently than I had access to. And I think that Everything is working out very divinely in terms of timing with that. I'll just go into this quickly because as I wrapped up my travels, it was really difficult emotionally for me leaving my home in Bali. So I was living in Bali for the greater part of this year while I was traveling. And while that was really difficult for me, I ended up in Greece in one apartment in Athens for two and a half weeks after that pretty much just giving myself time to integrate, to grieve, to process all that I was leaving behind. And in that, I had like this almost like flip of the switch moment one evening. I remember it so clearly. And I just sat down and I 
wrote down a whole vision for my future, for my life, for what I wanted in my few months, my year, whatever it is, going home to Canada. And that night changed everything for me because for almost the entire year before that, I hadn't had much of a vision for my future. I hadn't had much of a direction or a vision that I was working towards obtaining. And so having this actually gave me so much more excitement for what could happen moving forward, what I was stepping into, and it gave me a forward focus, a positive forward focus, rather than that past focus that I was just sitting in for so long as I was grieving my life in Bali. And that's not to say that it's a bad thing that I did that because that was the most valuable experience I could have had letting myself actually grieve that. But I feel so excited now moving forward to have consistent conversations on the podcast, to be consistently showing up in my creative endeavors on social media and creating a life for myself that excites me in a way that I just simply didn't have the capacity for or access to the resources to create for myself while I was traveling, at least not the way that I was doing it. So, take a little sip of my greens. And let's get into today's discussion. This was inspired by some end of an era reflection. I've reached a point in this transition where I can see in hindsight, you know, hindsight is always clear, always 2020 vision, right? How I was so dang hard on myself throughout a lot of my year traveling. It honestly makes me a little sad because I had absolutely no place to be that way. So, Today I want to go over some of the things that I wish I could tell myself in those moments of being so hard on myself and wishing that I was in a situation or had something different than what I did. And this is much of a conversation to my past self as it is to my future self because I think it's really easy for me personally to be hard on myself in any season. So these are reminders that I need all the time and I hope that they speak to you too. So number one, let yourself be where you are. In doing that, you make your situation that you're in now your temporary paradise. Even if it's not what you imagined paradise looking like or where you want to be, you at least make life more enjoyable now while you're still working towards something that you want to achieve or somewhere that you want to be. Which kind of leads into number two. Never stop having a vision for your future. Even if you're not 100% convinced that that's what you want, just have something. Now, I get that it may sound contradictory to some things you may have heard, or it might not seem completely logical to keep a vision even if it's not like 100% what you want, but I found that a lot of my dissatisfaction with my life has come from the discomfort of having no clue what I was doing with my life for an extended period of time. When I felt this way, when I was going about life without a vision, it made me feel very purposeless and lost. Like I was just kind of floating around about life. And for me personally, that's not 
uh, feeling that I like to sit in for long. And I ended up in that for a good year and a half or so. And that was where I felt the most discontent because I had no idea of where I was going towards. So the reps that I was putting in every day had no purpose to which I could see like an end goal or where they would be accumulating to add up to something that I'm working towards. Essentially, it felt like I was putting out a lot of energy and just hitting a wall. It was an incredibly inefficient way to be expending my energy. So yes, this vision doesn't have to be your end-all be-all, but have something that you're working towards. And as you start putting in those reps towards a vision, the vision itself can evolve to be something that is more in alignment with you. And you'll learn that along the way as you're working on yourself, learning more about yourself, learning more about life in general. So we've got number one, let yourself be where you are. And number two, Never stop having a vision for your future. Even if you're not 100% convinced that it's what you want, just have something. All right, number three. In times when you do feel dissatisfied with where you are, find little ways that you can still show up for yourself. Girl, I'm telling you now, you gotta just start. Like with me in this podcast, having the imposter syndrome, the fear of showing up, If I just keep on sitting in that, I'm never going to get anywhere. I got to show up for myself in a way that moves me forward towards the life that I want to be living. And if that means showing up on this podcast, even when I don't feel fully ready, then that's what I've got to do. And that can look different depending on what your goal is or what your vision is or where you want to be. Let's talk in terms of health and fitness. Maybe you want to feel stronger, then what you got to do is just start. You got to just get into the gym. You got to lift a weight. If you want to have better heart health, you got to get yourself out for that first walk, that first run, whatever it is for you. The change is not going to happen if you don't make a change. So even if you're not ready, even if you don't feel like you want to, You gotta just start and the energy will come after. The motivation will come after, but it comes with starting and having the discipline to show up for yourself anyways. Do it for you. If anything, this dissatisfaction should be used as fuel for your fire that will launch you into creating positive change in your life. Let that dissatisfaction be the very catalyst that gets you into where you want to be. And finally, number four, acknowledge all that you are doing. See, I was doing so much more for myself than I gave myself credit for. In those days where I was feeling so lost, feeling purposeless, always wanting to be in some other situation than I was, I was still showing up for myself. I was putting in reps that were a vote for the type of person that I wanted to be and the type of life that I wanted to live. And I honestly can't help but giggle at myself a little bit at the ridiculousness of the way that I was seeing myself in those moments because I was just so dang hard on myself. So take a moment 
do some reflection, acknowledge all the ways that you are showing up for yourself. You're feeding yourself well. When you give yourself some time to go for a walk to get some exercise in, when you choose to tune into a podcast that might help you develop your mindset, all these little ways that you're still showing up for yourself, even if it's not the way that you want or hoped it to look like, they start to add up and it's the little steps that you take that come together to create the person that you will become, that you will be in everyday life. To summarize, here are the four things that I wish I could tell myself in those moments of being so hard on myself. Number one, let yourself be where you are. Number two, never stop having a vision for your future. Even if you're not 100% convinced that it's what you want, just have something. Number three, in times when you do feel dissatisfied with where you are, Find little ways that you can still show up for yourself. Just start. Number four, acknowledge all that you are doing. Because chances are you're doing so much more for yourself than you even give yourself credit for. So I hope that if you can take anything from this, it is to give yourself a little grace when you aren't where you want to be yet. But don't let that hold you down. Use it as fuel to create the positive change in your life to get you where you want to be. You know, if you stop and look around where you are now, it might be dripping with beauty that you haven't even seen. And anyways, it's probably exactly where you are meant to be, to learn the lessons, to have the experiences, to meet the people that will get you where you are wanting to go. That will get you where you want to go. So I'm going to love you and leave you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on the Courage Project podcast. If you loved it, share it with a friend who might need to hear it too, or post it on your Instagram stories and let me know what resonated with you. Which of the four points was what you needed to hear today? Sharing these episodes helps more than you know to get the podcast in front of new ears and grow our beautiful community on here. I appreciate you so much. I'm sending you so much love and my best wishes for a beautiful day ahead whenever you're listening in. And I will see you in the next episode. Okay, bye!